Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Welcome to Bloody Happy Hour. We are so glad you are here. So glad. Hey, and this is officially the show that's recorded after the live show. And so we can comfortably say we had so much fun. Yes, that was so fun. I'm pretty sure (laughs) one side was a little bit more drunker than (laughs) anybody else there. (laughs) I was talking to my friend. I was like, um, do y'all think I, I was like, that would have totally been me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, the other side was real annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we'll get any reviews about that. I don't know, but it was so fun. I enjoyed it. it I don't, fun. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun. So thank y'all for coming out. We hope you are drinking out of your glass or mug. If you got it, <sighs> they were um, so cool. There'll be more opportunities. We're drinking on some White Claw today. Mm-hmm. Caroline's got her black cherry. You know. I got natural What's new? lime. What is new? And we are ready. Um, I just want to say we have a new review. Yes, I have one to read too. Okay, but this is so funny because if y'all don't, uh, if you remember, we did have a review recently where... Somebody did not appreciate our DTF. Mm-mm. They thought, what did they say? Said it, Oh, just said it wasn't classy or something. And so we called them out. We were just like. We were just like, bro. For those who don't know. Yeah. We're just going to make sure that you do know. Well, Patrick, shout out to Patrick. Because Patrick is the one who told us. Oh, I didn't he, see his name on there. Yes. Patrick writes, DTF, five stars. Hey, it was me that sent, that sent the message that y'all brought up on the podcast about Stephen McNair. Thanks for clarifying. I'm a fan. I've gone back and listened to several other shows. Keep up the good work, ladies. Yay. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. So, Patrick... There's your shout out. We're so glad that we've clarified it for you. And you know what? Thanks for sending that first review because we probably needed to clarify it. So now it's clear. Yeah. yeah. Clear as mud. Um, this next one is called Obsessed. And it has five stars. But it says not stalker level obsessed. But close. Not sure what took me so long. But... Glad I have so many episodes to binge. I love watching true crime, but never knew how much I would love listening to it. It's definitely the hosts, and I love the local cases mixed in. I'm forever having to pause the TV when watching the shows because my kids come in, but I can pop in an earbud and get my fix and still be a sweet, attentive mom all day long. Get it. Now I'm going to need y'all to quit your jobs, (laughs) day jobs, and give us multiple episodes a week. Listen. Okay. We'll just just (laughs) see about that. That would be real fun, wouldn't it? That would be. (laughs) That would be a lot of fun. (laughs) All right, so that's, let's send us some reviews. We will read them. Thank you so much for the reviews. Makes our day. Yeah? Yes, and um, it's not that hard to do. Just go to Apple Podcasts and go and type, click write a review, and you know what? Write a review. 
Um, I did want to tell you one little thing. Not only, listen, I haven't given y'all a life update of my job titles in a while. Okay. And I just have to add one more to it. Okay. Okay. If some of you don't know, I used to be a substitute teacher <laughs> and I was also like really good at geography and what else did I do? Oh, I was a dog sitter mm-hmm. and, um, that's so many jobs. I mean, I'm sure there's several I'm missing, but I am now like a plumber. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> well, I've had a leaky faucet lately. <laughs> Probably for about a year. It's been kind of leaking. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to stop using this sink. It's my bathroom sink. I have two sinks in my bathroom. I'm like, I'm just going to stop using it. No. Because it's leaking. So why am I going to like you? I'm going to go to the other side. The other side doesn't leak. Do you live in the projects? Maybe. Why do people in the projects think like that? Based on my property taxes, <laughs> I do not live in the damn projects. Let me tell you that. So I had this little baggie. I got some jewelry. I had this little plastic Ziploc bag, like a little small little baggie. And I put it uh, under the faucet. All right. I just, because it started dripping on the stuff that I had in the sink because yeah. I wasn't using the sink. So I put that little baggie in there. And then halfway through the day, the baggie is halfway full with water. And I was like, oh, the actual faucet is leaking water too. It usually would, when I turned the handles, it would drip out of the, the handle, not the faucet. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's dripping out of the faucet. How much water is dripping out? That's dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> so I turned, I had to watch the YouTubes. Turned off the water. Turned off the water. I had to go get a damn Allen wrench. I don't know what the hell that was. Who in the hell so Allen? I had to pop off this Allen wrench or pop off this handle. Then I had to get a a wrench wrench, like with the screw in. Like I did not have a wrench. I had you to borrow have videoed wrench. this. Well, I might have Is to it fixed. No, I so far I just have removed one handle because <laughs> I can't remove the other handle because I don't know why it's really hard. Anyway. I'm going to finish my story next week because I still have to go get the parts from Ace to repair. And I will let you all know how the repair goes. But I'm I'm already considering myself a plumber. And, you know, I have repaired my dryer before. So I can do things because YouTube is amazing at helping you repair shit. It does teach you everything. And And you don't have brothers. I just thought about that. Like, I have brothers... Your dad wouldn't come and do it? He probably pays people to do it for him, huh? I mean, I could get... I'm I'm not going to be like, hey, dad, come. can you fix my faucet? My leaky faucet? That sounds a little suspicious. <laughs> Why does that sound suspicious? I don't know. Because, like, I feel like I've grown. I should be able to fix it. Oh. It's probably because my dad or my brothers would. Like, but, if I didn't have, like, Sweet Pea or, like, somebody... I just... I don't, but I don't do stuff like that. I'm not going to do it. I always say, as long as I got a vagina that a penis can go into, there's just some things I'm not going to do. Well, I'm, I'm sure I could get a I'm penis to, to come over and do it, but there probably have to be like kind of a repayment or something. I ain't trying to do all that. <laughs> and fix, fix my sleeky faucet. And my mailbox is a little leaning. I don't know why. <laughs> so can you just get a brick and mortar person? I don't know. And your ice maker on your fridge. Oh my gosh. My, I, got a whole, I got a bunch of issues. <laughs> okay, listen. April, just tell them why you don't wear eye patch. Let's just go there. Let's get <laughs> off of me for a second. <laughs> no, it's good. We can go straight to Tyler, Texas. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm gonna tell you about the about a baby the babysitter killer. You ever oh. heard of the babysitter killer? No. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. No, that's not what we're talking about. Not <clears throat> so I'm gonna tell you about two ladies. Total opposite ladies. One of them ends up dead. Let's see if you can guess which one ends up dead. Okay. Before she ends up dead. It's pretty easy to guess. Okay. So, Tyler, Texas. Let me introduce you to Sherry Walker. Sorry. Cherry Walker. Oh, Cherry. Like Black Cherry. Yeah. Cherry. 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 Cherry Walker. She was born in 1970. She had an intellectual disability and a seizure disorder. And she lived most of her life with her parents. Um, Her dad was a preacher. And so, of course, she grew up her whole life in church. She loved to sing. 
And according to others, she was just sweet, genuine, approachable, loving. But by the time she was almost 30, she was like, I need to live on my own. She's yeah. been living with mom this whole time. Oh, yeah. Even kids with disabilities want independence. So her parents were like, you know, we are getting up in age. We won't be able to take care of her forever. Maybe this is a good idea. So we have companies, places in the communities that help you do this if you have a disability. They're like independent living facilities. Oh. So we do. she gets a service provider and or like a social worker. This lady's name's Paula. They find her an apartment that she can afford with her disability check. And Paula is basically like her teacher in life. Like Paula takes her to the grocery store. Like a store. life coach. Oh. Yeah. I need a Paula. But it's she's teaching her like independent skills and those um skills that we just kind of know they have to be taught. So she's taking her to the grocery store, teaching her how to shop and how to use her money. Laundry mat, how do you do your laundry? And she goes and she sees her and she does this a lot, like throughout the week. Well, it works because she's able to live in an apartment on, on her, her own. own. Yeah, and sh- this care, Paula comes and visits and checks on her every, you know, every once in a while. So, shout out to Paula. She even got a part-time job at Goodwill because... Goodwill's known for hiring adults with disabilities. So I'll have to say that her, um, like, adaptive behavior, her, like, independent living skills, or about the last evaluation, was put her at about a nine-year-old person level. She's a 30-year-old woman. Wow. Okay? Um, But she made it, and she loved being independent. Okay? Okay. She was also a clean freak. Her mom was a clean freak. So Cherry, just by way of being at home, learned how to be very neat, cleaned very well. And so every time she went to grocery store, she was buying some cleaning supplies. She loved her Fabuloso and her Febreze. (laughs) So her house was always smelling good and looking good. And that's just refreshing to me. Like the best thing is a clean house. Yeah. Candles lit. That is therapy to me. So, her communication and her social skills were also way below her age, mm-hmm. about that nine, ten years level. And um, but she had a friend named Joe. Joe also had a disability, but he learned how to play and sing, play instruments and sing. So he like would do karaoke and play at local places. But they hung out a lot and watched scary movies together. So now you know Cherry and you know her friend Joe. Okay? I'm going to introduce you to a lady named Kim Cargill. This is starting to sound familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> is this like a 2020 or Dateline? It was a snap, I think. Okay. So. <laughs> I always like to think because I'm like, this sounds Trying familiar. To it out. Yeah. So here's Kim. She lived in a place called White House near Tyler. She was a single mom. Though she had been married like four times, and she had two boys that lived at home with her. She was a nurse at the local Tyler General Hospital, whatever it's called. Um, And because she had a four-year-old little boy, she needed a babysitter during the day Uh while she went to work. Yeah. So now Cherry and Kim know each other because Kim hires Cherry to babysit four-year-old little Timmy while Kim goes to work at a at So a nine-year-old babysitting a four-year-old. Yeah. Well, how did she find her? Um, somebody actually introduced them. And her old, Kim's I'm old sorry, babysitter. I'm like, is it rude? Like, would you want? Well, and that's the war, you know, that's what a lot of, that was the, the worry. This the, is the concern. Yeah. Okay. But you also think about a nine-year-old's, it's, it's like a kid, too, right? Yeah. I don't think so I the want... the kid would have a blast, right? Well, yeah. Safe. But it turns out... But I guess if this girl lives on her own... Yeah. Like... Yeah. And actually, she ends up being an amazing babysitter. Oh, uh, yeah. An amazing she's probably, caretaker. She's probably very caring. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, loving. So, 
she was a neat freak. And so every time Timmy would come over, he'd be filthy. And so she would give him a bath. She would wash his clothes. She'd iron his clothes for him. She'd feed him. Um, and she just took good care of him. Even when he was sick, she was just a good caregiver for little Timmy. Little Timmy. <laughs> well, Kim, Timmy's mom, Kim, had one rule for Sherry. And she was like, there's this horrible guy upstairs. Timmy, please protect Timmy from this horrible Timmy guy. Timmy protects Timmy? Please protect Timmy from this horrible guy. Telling Sherry this. Okay. Okay. And she's like, just don't even take him outside. Keep him in. And Cherry's like taking this serious. She had like a plan. She had a hiding spot for Timmy in case the guy came and knocked on the door. Like she was like, guy upstairs, bad guy, stay yeah. away from Timmy. Yeah. Right? Well, um, Cherry, just when the kid came in dirty, Cherry was like, oh, okay, I'll clean him. Or hungry, okay, I'll feed him. She didn't really have the knowledge to know that Kim was probably a shitty parent, right? Yeah. One, shitty for allowing this stranger who has intellectual disability watch your kid before you even really know. Two, the kid was always dirty and hungry. And three, sometimes she just wouldn't come pick up Timmy. And Timmy would stay for extended periods of time. Like oh, at her days. at Cherry's house. At Cherry's house, yeah. And then she wouldn't mm, pay oh. Cherry. And and if she did, it was an unfair amount. So like Cherry would have them all week, and she may give all week give Cherry like seven one dollar bills. Oh no! But Cherry didn't know. Oh, she didn't have concept of money, or even if it was like a twenty dollar bill, she just thought she was rich, oh. and so she she was just happy to get it. And yeah. then Cherry's so great, she would spend the money on Timmy because he didn't ever have any good clothes, so she would just buy Timmy stuff. So Cherry didn't oh, know Kim was a little shitty. This bitch, but Paula did. Social worker Paula. Because remember, she's coming in and she's checking on Cherry. And so she was raising an eyebrow a little bit. She Uh was like, wait a minute. This kid's here all the time. And she don't ever come pick him up. She don't be paying Cherry. Uh -uh. And so she was documenting every time little Timmy was there. And she just kind of had in her notes. She knew something was a little sus, right? Yeah. And I think she contemplated calling, like, CPS. Yeah. But she didn't have to because turns out Kimmy already had an open CPS investigation. Is this familiar still? No. No. Turns out that Kimmy has four sons total. Oh, shit. Only two of them live with her, but the other two were taken away and now live with their fathers for abuse neglect, and other violent allegations. Oh, Jesus. Take so the now Timmy's daddy wants Timmy. But, like, that's what they're taught. But she doesn't have that syndrome, but she does have a Until people take medicine. She does time. have a boyfriend, and she's married. So. <laughs> so she's you better hope this gets edited good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Neither one of them listen. Root. Okay, so... Okay. Okay. Kim's M.O. Yeah. She would meet a guy. She's a nurse. She had a nice house. She would appear looking great, right? Like a great person, like a great catch. They would date, and then she'd get pregnant on purpose so that they would marry her, and it worked. Four (sighs) freaking times. You got the wrong M.O., Caroline. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) trying. So she got she gets pregnant, but within a year they are gone because they see her true side. She's very violent. She's very manipulative. She's very evil. She's a crazy bitch. She's real, real crazy. So by now she's lonely. I thought the guys liked the crazy. Not this much. Like it was dangerously <laughs> crazy. A little too and much. So bad they didn't even want their kids around her. So 
turns out that Kim has a hearing date for this CPS case. And it's like a custody thing, too, because she could lose custody of Timmy, right? And so the court date is set for June 26, 2010 is where we're at. Mm -hmm. Guess who gets subpoenaed to go and testify in court? Cherry? Cherry. Mm -hmm. The newest babysitter. Okay. Because the old babysitter for one of the other kids did testify and is a reason why she lost one of her other kids. Um, so I guess they're like, let's just ask the babysitter. The babysitter will Yeah. Won't I don't even think they know much about Cherry yet. And it also turns out that mean guy upstairs, right? Cherry yeah. that's supposed yeah. to keep yeah. is actually Timmy's dad. Oh, hell. <laughs> so no. she didn't want Timmy's dad to know that Cherry was taking care of his son. This bitch. So it's obviously, she obviously targeted Cherry because she had mental disabilities. So then she could take advantage of her and she's trying to get away with all this stuff. And what, but what is she doing all this whole time? Is she just at, she at work? Like where, where is she? What is she? She's a nurse. She's, she's at work, but sometimes she just wouldn't pick them up. But what, like, what is she where she just doesn't want to have kids? She doesn't need kids. Like her I know, kids, her purpose for having kids was to have a man. So then, when the man left, the kids really served no purpose for her. Like she was horrible to the kids, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Okay, because I was like, what is? Why is she even? Then she's pissed at the man for leaving. So now she's pissed at the kids because they're the ones that's there. Oh my gosh, she's a very some ugly people. Person. God, I just hate people. I hate people. Well, you know, Kim knew that Cherry didn't have the mental capacity to, like, go and lie in court. So she knew she wasn't going to be able to tell Cherry, mm-hmm. say this, say this, say this, because she just wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and Cherry was aware, like, Cherry would tell the truth. Are the kids clean when they come? No. No. Uh, does she pick them up on time? No. no. Does she pay? You know, no. so she would tell the truth. She paid me seven one dollar bills, bitch. <laughs> By the way of her telling the truth will make Kim look bad. Well, poor Cherry didn't know what a subpoena was when she got it, right? Yeah, I wouldn't so either. She called Paula. Paula came over. Okay. And Paula was trying to explain and says, Looks like something's going on with Miss Kim, and you're gonna have to go to court because it's about little baby Timmy. And so Cherry's like, let me call Kim. So she calls Kim. Why does she call? Okay. Because Cherry. But Paula. I know. Okay. But good thing she did because Kim is like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. You can just throw that away. You can, even if they call you, I don't want you to have to stress out about it. Just don't worry about it. (gasps) I'll take care of it. Paula was like, you have to go. You have to go. Yeah. So they hang up the phone with Kim. And Paula tells Cherry, do not talk to Kim. Because Kim seemed real desperate and real manipulative in the conversation. Yeah. And she was like, hell no to Kim. Hell no to Kim. Don't go anywhere with her. Don't speak to her. Just don't even watch the kid until after, you know, this is over and we know more. Right. Well, Cherry didn't listen because oh Kim, no, smart. She calls up Cherry, and she's like, "Cherry, let's go out to dinner." And you know what? You clean so well. Why don't you come clean my house, and I'll pay you. And so, two things to Cherry's heart is food. She's a big lady, and cleaning because she loves to clean. And so Cherry was like, bet. Oh, no. Cherry hungry. Cherry's hungry. (laughs) Cherry hungry. And she's got a good heart. She just wants to help Miss Kim clean her house. (sighs) And it probably feels good to feel be needed by this woman, you know? I mean, you know, yeah, I do. 
I do know. (laughs) (laughs) Paula was like, stay at home, lock your doors. But Sherry was like, no. So the next day was Saturday, June 19th, 2010. Juneteenth. (laughs) Damn it. Juneteenth. A pizza delivery driver discovered a body on the side of the road. Oh, shit. It was a large woman. She was badly burned. Her hair was burned off. Was it Debbie? Her shirt was melted. I know. It's so similar. Her shirt was melted into her body. Oh, my gosh. Her face was burned. (laughs) And her neck area was severely burned. When police came, they see the body. They see tire tracks. Uh-oh. And they take a mold of the tire tracks and they see some trash by the body. They see a Chick-fil-A straw thing, wrapper thing. And they see coffee creamer containers. And so they take that because it seems pretty new like it's not yeah. just like old trash so they take that and they bag that up because it's evidence the next day was father's day sunday and cherry walker did not show up to work i'm sorry church and her dad was like she never would have missed church but especially on father's day and mom was like something's wrong something's wrong then the news came on that a unidentified African-American woman was found on the side of the road and they knew it was Cherry. So they went to the police station and they identified her. I don't know how, because you couldn't see her face. They just knew. And so, Maybe she had a tattoo or something. So the devastation like <clears throat> started. Right? Oh my so the gosh. police are like, what would have happened? What could have happened to Cherry, sweet cherry, like what enemy would she have? And so the parents were like, she just started living on her own and she doesn't have many friends. She has Joe. Joe wouldn't do this, but they go and get Joe. And Joe sits down. Remember, he's got a disability too. And so Joe's like, oh, is she dead? How'd she die? And they're like, how do you know she's dead? Joe was like, I'm just guessing. Why am I in here? So it went, they go back and forth and they question Joe for a long time. They even accused Joe of killing Cherry. I would be like, Joe, I'd be like, what? She's dead? What? Oh, no. Oh, they no. accused Joe, oh, no. but Joe has an airtight alibi with his actual girlfriend at the karaoke bar and there's video of him like this, playing on I, the I stage. thought that was his girlfriend. No, that was just his friend. Okay. Cherry's just his friend. Okay. They just watch scary movies and, you know, together. It's real innocent. Oh. So they're like, okay, well, if it's not Joe, who could it be? Let's call Paula. Paula spends a lot of time with her. Yeah. And so they tell Paula about Cherry, and Paula is like, Kim, 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 Kim. She's like, (laughs) I told her. I told her not to go anywhere with Kim. I, She'd I been wished, knowing. I wish Paula would have called mom and dad. I feel like mom and dad would have came and got her and she would have been safe at home. <sighs> and maybe Kim wouldn't have got to her. But <clears throat> hindsight, right? So they look up Kim and they go find her. And Kim look doesn't look like a... A suspect, really. She has this nice house in this nice neighborhood with an immaculate outside, right? She has a good job at Tyler Hospital. She's a nurse. She's a nurse. And they're like, well, you know, I guess we'll question her. Well, she wouldn't let them question her. Oh. She immediately got an attorney. Which isn't a bad thing to do. Yeah. I mean. It's probably the smart thing to do. If you're innocent, if you're guilty. Get a lawyer. But even if you're innocent, I know I shit on the laundries, Brian Laundry, but get your attorney and don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, that is what Kim yeah. did. So she was a little smart. Um, so they just kind of telled her a little bit and just kind of put the heat on her until a witness came 
forward. This witness said that they saw a couple of vehicles where Sherry's, Sherry's body was found, and one vehicle was a Mitsubishi Montero. Do you remember those? No. No. Guess who drives a Mitsubishi Montero? Cherry. Kim. Kim. Yes. They found it where? Uh, the kill site. Oh. At the murder oh. site. No. A witness came forward and said that they saw a Mitsubishi Montero parked there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day the murders or the day the body was found. So they were like, oh, we got probable cause to get a search warrant for the car. So they searched the car and they find hair, African-American hair on the, what's this called? The seat part? The headrest? The headrest um, in the passenger seats. Like my kind of African-American hair or your kind of African? <laughs> Probably beyond mine. <laughs> <laughs> like a weave. <laughs> no, just probably just more. It was just all, this newscaster lady was reporting on the hurricane and she lost her hat and her damn weave <laughs> oh, <it> flew out. <laughs> and they kept it on. Yeah, they sure did. She knew she shouldn't have went out in the No, alien. girl, come on. She tried to put on a hat. <laughs> she did. Poor girl. She, did. <laughs> she was like, come on, I don't need my lace front to fly off. What'd she do? <laughs> she just. Oh, 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 like captured it. Wow. I should have said it to you. <laughs> oh, I want to weave. <laughs> okay, so hair in the seat. And they were like, I bet this is cherries, but it's really just, you know, not great evidence. They also found soot in. Oh, my gosh, from the burning. The car. And the tire marks do fit the tire marks at the scene. So I guess when they got this search warrant, that it includes the house because then they're able to go to her house and search. So they're walking in the house. And remember I said the house is like immaculate on the outside? Yeah. Perfect like grass, no leaves on the sidewalk, great landscaping. On the inside, it looks like hoarders. Oh, no. It looks like it has not ever been cleaned ever. Oh, no. It smells horrible. There's feces everywhere. It is Why is there poop everywhere? I don't understand that. I don't know. She probably had cats. Oh, no. Which would be red flag number two. One more sidebar. (laughs) I I saw somebody rescuing a cat during the hurricane. No. But but listen, this little cat was on some kind of like shelf or like some kind of staircase, and the dude was walking by, and it in was like house. It was just out in the uh, like in a parking garage or something. I don't know. Yeah. This is wherever it was. That it was just a video of the dude like pick just like grabbing it, like the, it was just shivering and it was wet and cold, and it was just like. And I said, I wonder if April was walking by that cat if she would even rescue it. No. Because it was just like, save me, save me with this. It, you wouldn't. You I would have walked all the way around it because I'd have been scared it jumped on my shoulder, <laughs> wanting me to save it, or trying to take me down with the hurricane. No, that cat would have still been on. <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh. Not at all. She's not sorry. She means it. She hates cats. Abhor, I abhor cats. She cannot even be in the same vicinity as a cat. Mm-mm. So, Can't sorry about you like if you're offended because she doesn't care. Do you like and cats? I don't really either. Nope. Yep. But you know what? If it's a dog, you better grab that motherfucking dog. I would probably. I'd just say, come just walk beside me. My it can't walk. Bad. It was like. Six feet high of water. Oh, I'd get Or it like down. four feet. If oh, the guy was. Wa- it was in water. The dude's like. Like it's during this hurricane. Oh, I didn't realize it, it was in water. I thought maybe it's just raining real bad. Oh, no, no, no. Then that shelf would have just got pushed down. <laughs> <laughs> she would have killed the cat. <laughs> I'm going to find a video. I got to send you so many videos. Okay. Um. Okay. 
So now the house is gross, probably cats everywhere, poop everywhere, never cleaned ever. But what they see is a pair of shoes that have soot on the bottom. And at least get pretty litter. They find coffee creamer packages that are the same as with the stuff they found at the murder scene at, at the, the murder at scene. The, yeah. Yeah, scene of the crime. Yeah. Um and that's really it. That's what they find. It's all circumstantial evidence, so they didn't have enough to arrest her. Yep. So they really so she gonna flee. just leave. And Kim goes back to her whore house. I mean, nothing really happens. Until they dig, they were DTF, and they find out that she has a warrant out for her arrest for child abuse. What a shock. She's got an open child abuse CPS case. Mm. So, on June 24th, she was arrested. Good. And they were like, this is at least going to allow us to put her in jail till we find out, build a case or whatever. She ends up hanging her own self, not literally. Oh, well, it's like she hangs herself? No. So, she got arrested. Her bond is $500,000. So, of course, she can't make that. So, she's sitting in jail. And she's panicking. And she calls a friend, which... Not really, because she don't have friends, but she calls a girl from high school. <laughs> okay. She had just had her high school reunion in February. So this is June in February. And she talked to a friend from high school. Her name is Suzanne Jones Davis. Shout out, Suzanne. <laughs> if and you're a listener. If you're a listener. <laughs> tag her. If you're listening, let us know. know Send us a review. (laughs) Tyler. So she called up Suzanne and they talk and they talk and they talk like periodically while she's in jail. But part of what she tells Suzanne to do is, hey, I'm going to give you my cell phone number and my voicemail code. Can you call it and delete all of my voicemails? Okay. Also, I'm going to give you my passwords to all oh. my social medias. Can you just go ahead and just delete everything on there? Make sure don't even... On a prison phone call? <laughs> Bitch, you know that shit's recorded. Come, Obviously, she come didn't. Come on. They didn't teach her that at Tyler Junior College Nursing School. Because <laughs> she... You know it's recorded. <laughs> Every call is recorded. Do these people, they I'm just I'm pretty don't... sure they tell you that. Like, Yes, they do. It's probably on... It's when you when you probably dial the phone number. It's like, by the way, this phone call is being recorded. You dumbass! Oh my gosh, people are dumb, and I am too, and that's okay. But that's, <laughs> these people are dumber than me. And then she was like, "Also, can you go to my house and throw away some of these items?" And it was like, probably, I don't know. Also, items. I killed Cherry. Can you please not tell anybody about it? Yeah. She probably said that. Well, oh, shoot. So. You're right. The calls are recorded. And so then they confront her with all these things she's asking Suzanne to do. Kim finally breaks. And now a word from our sponsors. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.
Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, foes, and heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness of everything. That's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. (laughs) Bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about. Okay, so Kim is like, all hell, they're closing in on me. Um, I'm gonna have to give them something. So. She gets real chicken shit. This is this is what I hate. She says, okay, okay, okay. I was there when Cherry died. And they were like, what does that mean? She says, well, you know, me and Cherry went to dinner. I took her to dinner like a good friend, employer would. Doubt it. But on the way, Cherry had a seizure. Oh. And I pulled on the side of the road to help her, and I had to get her out of the car and put her in the grass. And I tried to revive her by giving her CPR. And when that didn't work, I panicked. And I left her there. Before I left her there, I actually set her on fire. to destroy the evidence because I didn't want to go to jail for murder. And I knew because I did CPR on her that my DNA DNA would be on her. So there's no other thing to do besides light her on fire (laughs) and leave her in the fields. I mean, that's what I would have (laughs) done. Sounds like the obvious answer. There was a thousand other things she could have done but that. If that was a story, wasn't the story. Now, remember I said Cherry was epileptic. She had a seizure disorder. Okay. She hadn't had a seizure in years. And when she did have seizures, she would just have those staring ones. Like, snap out of it. You time it. You make sure they don't fall. Like, it, not the grand mile seizure, seizures that would kill you or something that are really I've bad. seen a person have a seizure at the nail salon. And then they just snap out of it? I don't know, because I was, like, real freaked out. Because, I I mean, I've never seen a person. Yeah. And then when you see it, you think, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. But whoever was with her was. Yeah. There's, like, different ones. Like, we have a kid. I mean, we've had a kid that, like, they have them all the time constantly. Right? You can only tell by, like, looking at their eyes or something. 
But then I've seen them where they just fall to the ground. And they're out. Anyways, Sherry hadn't had them in forever. I've fallen to the ground and I was out before, but it was not it a, seizure. a seizure. No, it was it was a different kind of seizure. Eddie. It was a different kind of seizure. vodka. <laughs> it was a different kind of seizure. So police were like, no, "Okay, well, that must be why your all your stuff is at the crime scene. Yeah, right? you just fell out of your car when you drug her out of your car. So here's the trial, and." Friend Suzanne testified, so good, on, like, of what she was asking her to do, right? Mm -hmm. Go delete all my stuff. (laughs) And what we know and what we have found out from the trial that Friday, June 18th, Nurse Kim was at work. She was doing a 12-hour shift, right? And her phone records revealed that she called and texted Cherry 78 times that day like constant constant, little excessive real excessive that's a lot of communication she got off at 7 30 that night and then all of a sudden her phone activity didn't show any calls or any texts to sherry wow that's interesting and she was ignoring but she was getting a lot of incoming calls because her job was calling her because obviously she left shit wrong. She was like, did this medicine, did this patient get this medicine? Yeah, she was so preoccupied. So she was ignoring yeah. tons of calls that were coming in from her job. You don't tend to ignore those calls, right? I wouldn't think so. Um, They also see, find her on camera at a local gas station buying only $5 worth of gas. That's not... She- a lot of gas. I wonder what she would what she would have used that for. I don't know what she would buy that use the five dollars of gas like. And it doesn't are you go on her car. Going to like light somebody on fire with the gasoline? Or are you going to use that for a igniter? Like, what are you doing yeah. with that gas, bitch? Accelerants. Hmm. Also, she was seen at seven forty-five a.m. on June nineteenth, washing her car. Oh. Is it dirty? Bitch is dirty. She's your car dirty? dirty. She never washed her car since she's bought it. <laughs> Ew! Her because house, she's a nasty hoarder. People t- talk about with how poop every with cat her, poop everywhere. How filthy her car is. They were like, there's constantly food and Chick Fil A um, cups and no. bags in there. Like she never cleaned it out. Never cleaned it out. But you were on Juneteenth. 7.45 a.m. You weren't about to go to the Juneteenth parade. Bet, you, bet not. <laughs> so Woo. they were like, I gotta... sus, sus, sus. More sus, right? Mm-hmm. Also, Kim's DNA was on that coffee creamer cup that was on the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kim got on the stand because she was like, they can't turn this away right here. Let I me mean, is she beautiful? They said that she was good looking, but the pictures I saw were not at all. What's Maybe her last she was name? when it happened. Kim Cargill. All right. So Kim testified and she had this sweet, solemn, like teacher. Oh, stupid voice. Trustworthy voice. She also cried tears because she was like, I was so selfish. I was just panicked. It's I wish I could take it away. Um I didn't kill her, though. It was on accident. I don't know why I... like. I didn't kill her. It was on accident. I didn't kill her. What I did... She died from the seizure. I should not have done... I shouldn't have what, let her on fire. I shouldn't fire. have let her on fire yeah. after there. Like, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't have. But um, I forgot her last name already. So she was actually com- a little bit convincing because she's good. Like, mm. she's manipulated people her whole life she manipulated four men into thinking she's a good person to marry her well you know i do understand manipulation (laughs) the jury is like oh i don't know now (laughs) until her other sons the other three get on the stand one by one and they tell stories of how she terrorize them oh. she would strangle them with her bare hands and press 
her thumbs into their Adam's apple and lift them up off oh. the ground just because. Oh, my gosh. It's like it's like when you have a pet and, you know, you can, like, overtake that pet. Mm-hmm. And you have this weird, like, because people are like, oh, I know I can, like, that's why they do these weird things to animals because they know they can, they're like bigger and stronger yeah. than the animals. It's like with my, with like little Parker, like you could easily like snap them, just hold the, like I could hold up Parker by his neck and just like, oh, I you could. You wouldn't, yeah. But I'm, only certain people would actually do that. And like, she, it makes, oh, I can't. Feel better. I, I know, but it's like those type of people yeah. who like, they get like pleasure out of that, which mm-hmm. is so, cr- oh, so cringe. This is so mm, awful. Special place in hell. They Special even place in said hell. that she wrapped her belt around them, when, like around their necks before. And they just kind of went on about how horrible she was. And then oh there was gosh. evidence to back it up with all these CPS cases. The... Um, autopsy came back and they could not tell the cause of death, but they did say that she died by means of homicidal violence. She had critiquia in the eyes. Remember where it was like the red veins. So it either means asphyxiation or strangulation. Um, and there was more burn damage around the neck area which made the autopsis wonder if the killer was covering up the fact that cherry was strangled which Mm. is obviously her mo because she strangled her kids all the time was there an autop oh wait what did the autopsy say you just said that yeah that they could not tell the cause of death oh no because it was so much damage to the body but they do know oh, that there was only a little bit of smoke in her lungs. So they know that she didn't really die by fire. She was yeah. either dead or almost dead when she got lit on fire. It could have been strangulation because there yeah, yeah. Of the more this area was focused on more. I don't know why they can't tell. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, do your job. So allegedly Mm-hmm. I guess Cherry's team was like painted a picture that Kim had her in the passenger seat of the car, choked her with a belt, so wrapped the belt around Cherry's neck while they're in the back seat, choked her and killed her, and then threw her out of the car, like just pushed her out of the car, and because her car's so fucking filthy, mm. her trash came down the car, and then she would already had that gas in her car. She lit her up on fire and let her burn as much as she could. That's so nice. It's so so on May 18th, 2012, the jury deliberated, guess for how long? 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean. Probably the shortest deliberation ever. Less than an hour. And they convicted Kim Cargill for... Cargill. Capital murders, they yay. Yes, bitch. I gotta look her up. Kim Cargill. And what's usually next is that sentencing phase, right? Yeah, so yeah. So you, you do it, and then there's the sentencing phase. And it came out in the sentencing phase that she oh, had a she diagnosis. Big old boobies. She had a diagnosis. Kay. Caroline, look up the... Definition of borderline personality disorder. Oh, BPD, you mean? Yes. That's what Amber Heard was diagnosed with. Basically. Unstable moods, behavior, relationships. Um, mm. You find a good one? I forgot to look it up. Emotional instability, feelings of worthlessness, insecurity, impulsivity, impaired social relationships... Um. Yeah, fear of abandonment. Did she have issues growing up? I mean, difficulty tolerating being alone. Well, it seems like she wanted to be alone. She was getting rid of everybody who was around her. Well, with Amber Heard, she had like 
She would a she would be so possessive over people. BPD. That doesn't sound like her. Well, I think that's what they said. She highly sensitive to abandonment, being alone, which brings out intense feelings of anger, fear, suicidal thoughts, self harm, or very impulsive decisions. So the doctor was saying she made a rash. I mean, not the doctor. The lawyer was saying she made a rash impulsive decision to strangle her with a belt and light her on fire to premeditated murder. It was all premeditated. She was thinking about that the whole time she was at work. And that's why she didn't give them patients their medicine. Yeah. And because she had to go refill the gas can. Gas. I mean, come on. Chick-fil-A. Lord, I'm done with her. So the lawyer was like, it was, she was impulsive. She wanted it again. She was Just not give a, her life. No. Well, this jury, this time they deliberated for nine hours and when they came back they sentenced her to death wow like so the so a death sentence like a death row or yeah sentenced her to death is there another way to be no 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 i'm just so because there's so many people who like murder people and then they're not, they're like not sentenced to death. I just don't understand how they determine these things. Uh, I don't know. It's up to the jury. Because it's capital murder, you can get life or you can get death. It's Texas. Real easy to get death in Texas. Plus, this girl, Cherry, was innocent. She had special needs. And this was premeditated. Like, that's the recipe for death penalty. So right now, she's sitting on, she's still on death row in Gatesville, Texas. My friend's husband had her on his, like, I didn't even know about her till this week, but he was, she was one of his when he worked at the prison. What? Yes. So, closing thoughts are, the mom got to speak at, the trial <gasps> cherry's oh. mom oh my gosh and she quote unquote miss cargill cherry loved you and she loved your son she didn't deserve the horrible thing you did you took her away from people that loved her when i saw my baby in that morgue my eyebrows singed you took away my memories of her. I couldn't give her a beautiful pink dress because all I had was a body bag. Sure oh, my gosh. Not, I'm sure you couldn't have an open casket funeral, right? No, not at Probably. Mm-mm. We don't hate you, though. We only have love, pity, and compassion for you. Jesus loves you, and he will forgive you. There are no winners, but there is justice. God gave her life, and it matters. Every life matters. So when is she going to die? Never. I don't know. I don't don't even think there's a date set. Because they've been doing all these appeals. Was she ever in real estate, or is this a different Kimberly Cargill? I don't don't think so. I think that um, there's been a ton of appeals, but they've been denied each time and so i think she's done she can't have any appeals so she will get killed we just don't know when Mm. and there is the story of cherry walker well kim good story that was great o m g it was a good quick one and it was local yeah that was i can't believe i yeah i've never heard of it all right. Ugh. I think that's it. Are you I'm, looking at the pictures? No, I'm I'm just getting more updates from Eliza Fletcher. We're going to, okay, look at the pictures. You'll see Cherry. You'll see Kim Cargill. Nothing cute about Kim at all. She deserves to be hung. That's it. There's we'll a whole write-up of these episodes. Oh, okay. um, of the episodes? I mean, of the death stuff. Okay, let's end it so I don't got to edit all this out. Yeah. All right, y'all. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. And if you need a plumber, just call me. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Go do it now. Peace out.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 